Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast, Father's Day edition, John. How you doing, buddy? Happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you, and, and happy Father's Day to you and to all those other great fathers out there, including, uh, uh, I don't know, let's go with Marlon. Yeah, he'll be our nominated uh, father of the day. How about that? Okay. Um, so. uh, well, uh, who, and and which, which show is Marlon from, John? That would be Finding Nemo. There so, you go. Just Nemo. making sure so everybody out there knows who would my father be. I would have to – I mean everybody knows the low-hanging fruit for, for me would be Mufasa, right? Yeah, but he ended up dead, so that's a little depressing. But he taught his son the way before he went, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But Nemo's dad, very good. I like that one. So I would say I couldn't say Toy Story's dad because we never see the dad in that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's something that me and my son have talked about. I, I don't know where that father is in that one. They don't even give you any explanation no. of any sort. So. Uh, there's quite a few of them. Uh, Disney movies are pretty hard on fathers, aren't they, John? <laughs> <laughs> they either end up dead or they're pretty crappy parents. Yes. So. It, yeah, but anyhow, Happy Father's Day. Uh, and John's driving the bus today, right? I am driving the bus, but currently I am somewhere else. Would you like to play a guessing game as to where John is right now? Oh, I need at least a hint. You gave me nothing off the air, John. Well, let's see. I'm not in the parks. Uh, it is one of the routes that, you, as the bus driver, you have to run. After 2 o'clock, or let's see, after 1.30, I have to go back and run this route. What, um, to and from the back lot of Epcot? No, no, okay. but you've got the right idea. So where else do you think individual routes run? Behind Magic Kingdom? Uh, oh, God, that's the worst one in the world. That's West Clock. That's horrible. We don't like uh, that. No, this is, this is a place that I believe you have never actually been at Walt Disney World. Okay, you're going to have to take me there then, John. We'll have to sneak me behind the scenes. Where, where are we at here now? Uh, it's actually not behind the scenes, but uh, Fort Wilderness. Oh, I've been to Fort Wilderness. Uh, have you? Yeah, okay. I've been over to Fort Wilderness before. I've been there a couple times. So, yes, I I, I love have told you I'm looking at the Four Seasons Hotel, yeah, because yeah. I'm sitting outside the break room, and uh, actually the Four Seasons Hotel over in Gold Moak is uh, standing tall above the trees. So. Yeah, the last time I was actually at, at Fort Wilderness was uh, last time I rode 
Magical Express when they took us through to, uh, we were leaving uh, Riverside we, when we flew down the last time. Remember? Okay, okay. Yep. All right. Yep, we were in there, but I've been there a couple of times. Uh, we went by and I seen some of the golf carts and all that fun stuff in there. I like, I have, it's a beautiful resort. It's a big one too. Yeah, yeah it has two different individual lines that run through it. Uh, so after after lunch, I've got the yellow line, which runs from the outpost to the settlement to the Wilderness Lodge and back. Okay. And so it's yeah. And yesterday afternoon, I did the Saratoga Springs uh, uh, treehouse one. So, I, you know, I, I those are nice because they're not all day. You know, they're circle routes, but still, you know, you, you get to uh, see nature a little bit and drive around. So, uh, yeah, that West Clock one you were talking about behind the Magic Kingdom, that's probably my least favorite route of yeah, that's why I won't even bother bidding on Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm just absolutely terrified I'll get that. So, <laughs> not fun, huh? Oh, it is so repetitive. And in, in a nine-hour shift, eight and a half-hour shift, you do probably, I would say, forty runs of just rotate uh, driving a clock. You know, it's like driving down to your stop sign in your neighborhood, turning around and coming back. Nah. <laughs> Seriously. So, well, yeah. that's what a lot of people compare doing drywall to when you're doing the same sheets over and over when they're just yeah. stand-ups, when there's no, like, uh, high work or any detail work, when you're just doing the same thing all day. My brother, Tomater, and happy Father's Day to my brother, Tomater, who's like a second father to me because he's such an old man. He's 10 years older than me, so he's he's like my second pop-pop, John. Yep, but uh, that's one of the things he's really good at drywall, but hates it because it's so repetitious. If you follow me, yeah, yeah, I can see how in certain conditions that w- would get a redundant. So. Yeah, that's why I like the. I'm usually the. Uh, I do all the uh, the high work and the round windows and all the uh, detail work go. a lot of times. Yep. So that's one of the things I do like about it because I'm constantly doing something different or repairs and stuff like that. But we seen where did you eat? You eat it? You ate out at at the magic kingdom the other day or at the no, disney world uh, i mean at disney world the other day at the springs yes at the springs i met my uh nephew the mr aka young republican uh, <laughs> he flew back there. down again well he actually this was a family trip for him and his uh my niece kara her husband ryan uh nicholas um and his two sisters maya and lily and so they had came down to they used to live in Jacksonville, so they came down to St. Augustine and spent three or four days, and then came through Orlando uh, for one or two days. I, I don't even think they did any. Of, they didn't do any of the parks or anything like that. They just spent the day at Disney Springs and kind of uh, meandered uh, around. Yeah, catching up with uh, relatives and stuff like that because Kara grew up part of her time in Orlando. So, and they they actually got married in Orlando and stuff. Okay, so, that's but, nice. So, uh, tell us about your meal. Yeah, we met at uh, City Walk and went to, uh, or not City Walk, good grief. Disney. We met at Disney Springs and went to City Works. This is yes. the problem. These places are uh, way too closely named. Um, so, yes, the uh, the brew pub down at the end of uh, Disney Springs, down by Circus de la Nuba. Um, uh, down by, uh, what? Uh, what's the other restaurant down there? Uh, House of Blues. House of Blues. Yep. 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 And, uh, yeah, had a couple of beers and, and ate. So, uh, yeah, I've got a review for you if you'd like to hear it. Yes, I so. would. Uh, the, the Father's Day food review. Did you hear, by the way, Jen and uh, the, the lovely Jen and Judith show yet? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance. Well, listen to that on your way home because you need to hear more of me, John. 
But it was very you know, good. It's nice to talk about idea, food right? now again. It's nice to talk about food, so I'm I'm excited about this. It was the the moral to the story is I was I it's always fun when we're talking about food, John. There you go. There so. you go. So yeah, we had reservations at five o'clock. Uh, I got seated right away. Um, the great, fantastic, absolutely uh, beer selection. Um, but I had grabbed one outside because I didn't know how long before they got there. Um, so I just had a high lie from outside, and based on what I paid for a 16 ounce highlight outside i was terrified that the prices inside the restaurant were going to be astronomical <laughs> because oh, a uh, 16 ounce highlight cost me 14 dollars. So. are you kidding me no and well, this did, isn't disney prices this is a bar you know and this did, it, did it have bar, a du- so. did it had like a double shot of espresso and some kind of <laughs> something in it that made you feel younger i mean 14 dollars uh, for a, a, yep. a jay ajayi yeah well, all right. So to be honest, it was twelve ninety seven, but then a two dollar tip made it fifteen bucks. Oh. So you know, but yeah, the, the was, two dollar tip was worth it. The twelve dollars wasn't. <laughs> but so yeah, I was kind of worried about what the prices were going to be. But thankfully, the prices on the food were nowhere near what, as extravagant as the prices on the beer outside. And the beer outside was, it seemed to me, it was a good thirty percent more than the beer inside the bar. It usually uh, is. The restaurant. If you're buying food, a lot of times they will uh, lower the price if you follow. Yeah, me. yeah. So, so uh, let's see. For appetizer, we had uh, pretzel bites with sea salt and a uh, uh, IPA cheese sauce, and they were good, but they were pretzel bites. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what are you gonna do? Um, uh, let's see. And then for dinner, I think Ryan had the fish tacos, uh, cornmeal beer battled mai mai, chipotle coleslaw, pico de gallo, central lime crema, uh, micro cilantro, and white corn tortillas. That was 20. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I've got the reviews uh, after I read what everybody had. So okay. I'm reading the menu real That's quick. Okay. Uh, Whatever way you want to do it, John, you're in charge here, buddy. Let's see. Uh, Maya had the Impossible Burger, a uh, delicious juicy burger for meat lovers that's made from plants. Well, if you're a meat lover, you better that doesn't make sense. But hey, shredded iceberg lettuce, vine ripened tomatoes, red onion, vegan roasted garlic horseradish aioli, and uh, uh, that was 19. Uh, I had the me and Kara both had the filet mignon sliders, uh, two grilled filet mignon medallions, caramelized onions, horseradish cream on a pretzel roll, and that came with fries. Uh, let's see. And Nicholas had. Uh, the pork chop, 10-ounce bone-in center cut pork chop, potato puree, chipotle maple glaze, cinnamon spiced apples, crispy buttermilk onion rings, and that was 26. And I believe Lily had the southern mac and cheese uh, that had smoked pulled pork, pimento cheese sauce, cornbread crumble, uh, with a cavatetti uh, pasta for 19. Figures Nicholas, the young Republican, has to get the most expensive thing on the, that he's all ordered. Oh well, uh, Mr. Young Republican got his had his brand new uh, uh, adult big boy credit card, so he oh. paid for dinner. Oh, look so, at him! I know, right? So you, it was pretty special. Yeah, it was. So. I'd have got the. I would have got extra something. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> nah, but okay. So how was everything, Johnny? All right. Well, I'll give you their reviews, Kara. She said she loved the ambiance. The she had the cider flight, uh, which came with four different uh, ciders. Uh, I think a pear, a pineapple, and two different apple ciders. And she really enjoyed that, although she didn't drink it all. But uh, it was a bit much for her. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, she really enjoyed it. Uh, she loved the ambiance, the cider flight, the food, the portion sizes were perfect, and the prices weren't bad at all. 
I, I just gave you the prices. Now, does that sound like a $15 beer outside? I mean, the prices weren't that bad at all. So, uh, I mean, uh, and, and I hate to say it, but for the most part, I was going to say be honest, but I hate that saying, and you know that. But uh, Disney's actual restaurant food prices don't bother me. It's all the, the like everything else, like the parking pr- prices and stuff like that that bother me. The uh, five hour sodas and waters, and you understand what I'm saying? Like your beer, John. The, the 14, what is uh, your, what, what's your new Le Fin de Mont? What's that now over at Canada? 13, 14 bucks, too? No, I think it's less than that. Highlight I had at City Works. Uh, yeah, uh, City Works, but yeah, it was, that, it was stout. That, that's the stuff that bothers me more to gouge in that way. I don't think their food prices are that bad. And so, I I mean, any of the meals that we – even the, the paddlefish food prices, I, I was fine with that. It's, yeah, it, I yeah. would pay that at a fine restaurant here or any of the restaurants. So, no. The 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 food cost. So if you want to drink your lunch, it's going to cost you more than eat your lunch. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. the way to look at yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, based on those prices, I would say they're about, you know, every once in a while I'll stop on the way home at Beef O'Brady's, which is our cheap little bar, uh, you know, bar food on the way home, and get me something. I'll sit there and have a have a beer and and, and snack on something. And I would say the prices at City Works were probably about twenty percent more than um, than Beef O'Brady's, but the food was about 20% better. So, yes. you know, you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's see, Ryan, he thought the uh, fish, it was a good sized portion, great flavor and awesome beer selection. Uh, Lily with the mac and cheese, she liked the ambiance and thought the food had a good flavor. And Nick, uh, well, we can see who's the, uh, uh, wordsmith and, uh, Disney aficionado here. Uh, perfectly flavored, not too much sauce. Sides and toppings complemented the per- pork perfectly. And that sauce included maple sauce, cinnamon apples, onion rings, and mashed potatoes. So. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was nice uh, that he, uh, it was nice that they invited you and let, and, and you all got to get, to get together because I know you don't get to see the family that much. No, I haven't seen most of my family in a very long time. Um, you would think it, you know, people would come. I live in Orlando after all. <laughs> I mean, it's Disney World. But even them, they hadn't been down in probably 10 years. Um, and then uh, a lot of the rest of my family I just don't get all that. I don't get along all that well with, which is hard to understand because I try to get along with everybody. But everybody's got their own little thing going, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was great seeing them. Uh, let's see. I had the... I had the beef slider medallions and they were cooked perfectly. Um, uh, nice medium on mine and and Kara. She hurt my heart. She ordered them well done, but uh, nonetheless, good girl. They, good girl. Yeah, uh, they were both po- cooked perfectly, but uh, yeah, they were a little little bland. And I know I should have known that because that's why uh, fillet is not my favorite uh, steak because it's just sometimes it's a little bland. And I think. Um, Kara ordered hers with the horseradish cream sauce on the side, and I think they did the same with mine, and then forgot to put it on there altogether, because I just I had no horseradish cream sauce, and I had, unfortunately I only had like two of the grilled onions, you know, two slices, yeah. so that was about it. But other than that, uh, yeah, the food was really good, and uh, prices weren't that bad, uh, and um, obviously if you're a sports fan, absolute great uh, ambiance, and it's a it's a sports bar, but a little classier uh, than a typical sports bar, but real nice. So. Well, all I know is I could have myself a couple uh, Bud Lights and I won't break the bank drinking there, John, and have some good food, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had the Highline and then I had the, I think it was, 
the Skyway, the Hazy IPA Skyway, um, and that was from another one here in Tampa. And uh, Ryan had uh, a, I forgot the exact name of it, but it was a a floral note beer, and it was over the top with uh, uh, sweetness. Uh, It it was sweeter than the ciders that Kara had. Uh, so be, uh, be warned that one was way too sweet, but, uh, yeah, my beers were great and it was, uh, it was a good time seeing everybody and, uh, I'm just thankful that we were able to get together. So, well, that is awesome. I'm lying. I'd probably would have gone to the Modelo. That's, that's been my go-to go. beer lately. Modelo and Moosehead have been like what I've been drinking the most when I do drink, John. So they're at the top of my list. I just had a four Modellos the other night when the Sixers drove me to drinking four. I mean, that's the most beers <laughs> I've had in, uh, Probably ten years, John. <laughs> you know, you know, going Damn, to my fourth. Sixers are driving you nuts, right? Dude, I, insane. I mean, literally insane. I, 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 it, it's been crazy. It was, and I know that uh, goal that was uh, saved the other night on Tampa Bay last night tried drive you nuts. Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> you got to admit it was a hell of a play, though. Yeah, 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 but it yeah. it sucks. But uh, we're tied, so yeah. we'll see where it goes from here. So well, that's where I'm sitting tonight. I'm gonna be screaming and yelling, and my I'm gonna have to keep reminding him it's Father's Day because I'm I'm it's gonna be a crazy night because the Sixers you blow a 26 point lead I almost stopped liking them, dude. That's how pissed <laughs> off I was. I, I mean, I wanted I, 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 I wanted Doc Rivers fired so bad. This portion of the show is brought to you by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian. Head over to YouTube and. Also, guess who else chipped in for this? Oh, who's that? Judith at JV, JBL Adventures. We got two sponsors now for the sports segment, John. That's how popular it is. So, Well, actually, I, I do believe that Judith and Tommy are, are big sports fans. So I, I guess they counterbalance the people that <laughs> don't no. like sports at all. Exactly. Right? So. But, yes, JBL Adventures. Go check our friend Judith out. But Doc Rivers, in back-to-back games, we blew an 18-point lead and a 20 20- six-point lead in back-to-back games, John, and we lost them both. Now, how do you do that? Ouch. Yeah. I have never seen an NBA team bench, like, in the middle of a run, you're crushing the other team in the middle of the third quarter, take out your entire starting lineup. So they and, – and it's like – he poured cold water on all of our starters, let them sit out for eight minutes, let the league go away, then, oh, yeah, by the guy, way, guys, wake up and get back in and be as good as you were uh, 20 minutes ago because with the timeouts and the commercial breaks, literally they were probably on the bench for 40 minutes before they got to play again, if you follow me. Yeah, you know, don't take out the hot hand. No, it's the playoffs. Like, wh- why do these guys need rest now, John? You understand what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, usually when you have an NBA team, when you get in the playoffs, your bench shortens, not gets bigger, if you understand what I'm saying. You yeah. play seven or eight guys, and that's it. You don't empty the bench and put five backups in the game. It was his coaching. I was expecting so much more because I was so happy we got rid of Brett Brown, but he's shown me nothing so far. So uh, we'll see what happens tonight. But if we lose this, I, I we should clean house because we're the better team, and they've been playing with more heart. So... But guess what I did? I made uh, my fish tacos again. I mean, my shrimp tacos again, John. They are so good. You have no idea how good they are. I, I can't wait to move there just to make them for you, John. Yeah, and you, then you can get you some fresh Gulf shrimp right out of the ocean. So that sounds great. Yeah, they were good, dude. Uh, they have red cabbage, mango, olive oil, garlic, paprika. I mean, I cooked the, I put a little paprika, a little garlic, a little herb, little olive oil in the pan and cooked the shrimp up. 
And then I do the red cabbage in the food processor to shred it down. With the, uh, I put a little bit of uh, jalapeno in with it, John. Dice up a jalapeno, shred that down in with the slaw. A little bit of mango, a little bit of orange. I squeeze a fresh orange, which we have plenty of oranges in Florida, John. Yes, we do. little fresh orange, a little fresh lime. Uh, the chopped up pieces of mango, I cut, uh, dice down real fine pieces of red onion, red car- uh, red pepper, red bell pepper. A uh, little bit of, uh, and I made my special sauce up. It has like a, a salsa with uh, sour cream and then a little bit of chipotle, a uh, little bit of chipotle seasoning in it, John. Really good, dude. Sounds it, good. It was very good. I, I'll send some pictures. I posted pictures on, on Twitter, but I know you don't follow me at all. So no, I don't pay any attention at all. You know yeah, how I am. But I, I I made some good meals. I made fillet this week. I'll have to cook your fillet. I made mom fillet two times. Uh, the rub and all that I put on my fillet, I think you'd really enjoy. Yeah, as long as you can pull it off when it's medium. I can pull it, dude. I can pull it off when it's medium. Do, right. You want blood dripping out still? A little bit. Or just pink? Well, yeah, I don't mind a little bit of blood. Okay, well, mine, I, I ain't totally done, done, John. It still has a little pink in it. I just don't like blood, dude. I don't mind it medium well. I just don't want it rare. I don't want it medium rare. More towards medium well. Is that fair to say? You have your steak exactly the way you want it, sir. So, but anyway, I will make you a steak that you really, really like, buddy. It'll be free. I'll make you steak and shrimp tacos. You'll be a happy man. There you go. So... Anywho, what are we doing after? What time you got to work till tonight? Oh, I'm off at 4:30. So you you're shooting right home to the family? Yeah, today. Um, tomorrow I'm off around the same time, and I'm debating whether or not hanging around and uh, actually going to a park because uh, uh, it's probably in our news somewhere. But yeah, they're uh, allowing cast members now after three o'clock to make same day reservations at. Uh, the parks. So I get off at four o'clock. I can probably pull it up. I looked at it the other day in every park I could have went to. That um, is awesome. Yeah. So I'm anticipating, hopefully, maybe tomorrow. You know, I mean, I always think that, but then I'm working all the time and I need to spend time at home too. So, yeah, you know? I hear you. I, so, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind going somewhere tomorrow. I mean, the thing is, I'm parked at Epcot, so it's by far the easiest to just go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might end up walking around Epcot tomorrow. So. I don't blame you. You need a little you time, John. That'll be your Father's Day gift to yourself, working seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go. So I bought myself a new table saw. That was my Father's Day gift to me. So, uh, yeah, I needed one, dude. Mine started to get a little long in the tooth. The fence broke on it. I didn't even try to fix it. I went right to Depot and bought it, called Tomato up, asked him he wanted it, dropped the old one off at his house, and... I'm out there cutting with my new table saw now, so I'm a happy man. So, there you go. So the news is you are allowed back, John, which is good, and I'm trying to. Judith and Tommy are trying to get me down for New Year's. And uh, there's a there, the wind is like crack, maybe a hair, John. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, you know how the cat puts his arm underneath the, the door and waves its arm in? Like, <laughs> trying there to get – that, that's kind of where I'm at now, but – if I did come down, if we did decide to go down, I was talking to Brenda because we were thinking about coming down around December 30th to like January 3rd or 4th. But if I did do that, I would kind of do like Nicholas and them just did. I would, uh, I wouldn't go to the parks probably the first two or three days, John. I would have no interest in being in the parks on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. Yeah, 
No, we've got we've got our vacation. I think in near the end of January right now, and that's what we're thinking about. But yeah, uh, I mean, other than just enjoying actually being there at that time, uh, I have no interest in going anywhere near the parks on on holidays. It's just not enjoyable. No. You know. So. Yeah, we were looking at prices at the new Destinino Tower. If uh, Riverside's not open yet, everything else is open, but Riverside. Uh, there's plans for it, but that resort, it, it, it's making me think something's up. What about you? I no, I don't think so. I think they're just waiting for full capacity. Yeah, well, everything else seems full about now, but anyhow, no. We... Uh, the All Star Music and uh, All Star Sports still aren't open, so yeah, they're they're packing them in everywhere else. They're 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 doing the overflow. I mean, I had three or four, if not more, uh, of people that have booked from our agency and other friends that have been upgraded from the All Stars to the. Uh, to the uh, Grand Floridian and other resorts because of uh, that capacity. Yeah, well, uh, and part of that was because when they first reopened those, uh, like the Poly and stuff like that, and, and still Animal Kingdom Lodge at this point, um, they opened the DVC sections of those resorts but didn't open the actual regular hotel sections. Um, now, uh, and so they were able to upgrade people, you know, just to fill in the, the hotel parts. But now... Uh, I know Polly is back to, uh, from what I've heard, 100% um, opening er- everywhere is open, at, at, at least the Polly. But Animal Kingdom Lodge is still kind of like that. I mean, I, I went there today and there were six people waiting to go to the Magic Kingdom, which just shouldn't be correct at 1030 in the morning. You know, there should be a, a ton of people. I, I pulled into Pop Century and it literally took uh, uh, 30 seconds to fill my bus full. But, oh, that's another thing we need to talk about. But uh, it people flooded on so it was it was it's good to see that's what i wanted to talk about uh no numbers no separators no dividers on our buses anymore we can fill every seat and up to 15 standees so you know how lively it is to drive through saratoga and Oki west and be able to go to every stop and pick up every person that wants to go that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) i'm so happy it was so so disappointing when you had 18 people you could take so it's great so yeah when you walk by people and you, you yeah. gotta walk by poor people. And That's drive a shame. by and go. I'm sorry, I'm full. So. And uh, how's it feel mm. on the bus? Are you hearing anything about you might be able to do away with your mask soon? Uh, we've got no, no mask while we're outside. It, of course, it's totally optional. You know, I mean, if you want to wear it, knock yourself yeah. out. Uh, yeah. Well, but... it always was in in our in our country. You could always wear a mask every day if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, right now, if you're if we're outside. Um, and personally, I go with if I'm on the bus by myself, what's the matter? So I take it off. You know, I mean, what? Who am I protecting myself from? Um, so I, I take it off of them situations, and then I take it off when I step outside to load or unload and all that type of stuff. Um, and we still have to wear it while we're actually driving with guests on board, but that's about it. That's about the only time. And it's only on Disney transportation, from what I've heard. Um, you're pretty much able to. I think the cast members still have to wear them inside some of the uh, attractions and stuff but guests are allowed to pretty much go everywhere uh with no masks except for disney transportation including the monorails the boats and the buses and from what i've heard the skyliners too so yeah i just find it weird i don't understand how uh i mean i'm happy about it and it's not a big deal but it just cracks you up that you can't do that but you can go everybody could sit in a boat on it's a small world or uh or on a pirates of the caribbean and not have a problem yeah, I, I don't I don't really know. I don't know. And and uh, uh, the thing is, Doug, and, and you'd be amazed at this. 
if you do get on my bus and you don't have a mask, I actually have two boxes of masks in there to give you one. Give you one, Doug. Not charge you $3 for one. Give you one. Are they just plain masks or are they Disney masks? No, they're just plain masks. Oh, okay. But nonetheless, say. they're brand new. I mean, to, yeah. I, I was going to say, can, Obviously. I a, <laughs> can I get a box of Disney masks? <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what? If you want them, I'm sure here in about six months, I'd be able to get you all that you possibly want. So yeah, you're going to have those on the fire sale. So. Yeah, I believe that, too. I could, I could see that. I mean, even at the Disney store, they were – I went up to Disney store to grab some things the other day and uh and uh the mask about about six seven months ago when you were in the Disney store they were right at the front of the store and you had no problem finding them now they're buried in the back if you you get what I'm saying yep yep uh, I don't know so uh what else is new around the parks what's your joke of the day you got one of them you know what? I did some. Uh, I was I was so worried about getting that menu review out. I forgot to find one, so I'll have to I'll have to uh, think if I can think one during the show here. Um, all right. So I don't know, Johnny. I'm excited about I, I I'm I'm excited about uh, you getting back into the parks. I'm thinking uh, maybe uh, one of these shows coming up, we can get you somewhere in the park to record if you're allowed in. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the goal. So we'll, I'm gonna see, you know, how it goes, and then uh, if I can get in tomorrow, and everything seems to be fine. The problem is, I don't know if I can get into the park until three o'clock. You know, so it's kind of a last minute deal. Uh, I'm gonna check them constantly, and if it looks like there's no problem all the time, then we can try to plan it. But uh, even if we try to plan it, and I still can't get in. I can't get in. You know what I mean? So. So I'm just happy you're allowed back in. Like I was saying, I did all my yeah, me too. I, so I got all my testing and stuff like that, and like for uh, Disney, and I've spoke about it on a couple shows now. So I won't feel bad doing all the uh, uh, taking advantage of the perks for the uh, for the travel agents if you follow me. Because now that you guys are starting to be allowed back in the parks, I won't feel guilty about getting my discount tickets if you understand what I'm saying. No, no, I'm I'm just happy to get back. So, and uh, I, uh, I really want. I don't know. I don't know if I could go to the Epcot tomorrow, or if I might go to the Magic Kingdom because I really want to go ride some rides. So I don't know something. So. Well, anywho, John, as we were talking before the show, I got I took care of what I needed to while we we're recording, so we don't have to do that now. Look at you. I, I was going to say you got to go, but apparently you are you're multitasker. Yes, I am. That's why I was letting you carry some things. While I was doing that, I was trying to get you to uh, whenever I wanted you to talk, you would shut up. Figure that one out, <laughs> right? Uh, you should have said just uh, uh, imitate Doug for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you would never shut up. <laughs> and you would tell me how good looking you actually are. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you watch, uh, before we get into the news, did you watch the second episode of Loki yet? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. it it's good, but is, it is hard to follow. Is it? Is it me, or is it, isn't it hard to follow in some ways? It's, it's, it's weird like that. It's one of those, I mean, um, I had the same problem with uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. With different dimensions and time frames and timelines and all that type of stuff. So it gets a little, so at the end of the day, like in Doctor Strange, I just ended up watching the action and to quit trying to follow the plot of the movie because it was losing me. So Yeah, but. and that's how I am with this. It's like they're trying to outsmart themselves so much, I think. Yes, I like it. Yes. I'm enjoying I like I like the character. I'm a big Thor fan, too. I like... Everybody knows I like Marvin all, but I think they're uh, 
I think they're really trying way too hard. And maybe it's because yeah. I'm an old man now and it's hard for me to re- pay attention, but I, I don't know. I think I'm – nobody would think this about me. I don't brag about myself. I don't think highly of myself. But I do think I'm kind of intelligent enough to understand Loki, and it's it's kind of going over my head a little bit. It's it's a little wacky in parts. And, and I'm, I'm hoping, you know, as he bounces around through time that uh, – I mean, I always like that type of stuff. So I'm hoping that, you know, maybe he'll go to the Renaissance or something and we'll get to see a little bit of uh, the Italian uh, countryside and uh, Florence or something set up at that time. And maybe he'll pop into the Roman times or something like that. That's what I'm hoping for. But I haven't seen yeah. a whole lot of that just yeah, yet. Yeah, because so. it's kind of getting a little redundant going in and out of the same doors all the time, yeah. John, and, yeah. and sitting in that yeah. office. And then listen to the ladies and, and Owen Wilson complain to each other the whole time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I like it. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. It's no Big Shots, John. Big Shots is better. With no, my, I, have, you know, I haven't seen that. I watched, uh, I watched uh, my um, Bad Batch. So okay. I'm enjoying those. Those okay. are really good. Yeah, I have to watch that. And I want to watch the other one. What's it, Luca? Yeah, the new movie. Yeah, I want to see yeah. that too. Me and Brenda were between that and... We watched the Denzel Washington movie, it, Little Things or whatever, the, last night, and we watched that, and that was another one. There was, I liked, I love Denzel movies, and I think he's a great actor. And Jared Leto, and that other, I forget the other guy's name. He was in iRobot. I forget the guy's name, but he's a really Robbie Robbie Malik or something like that. Really, all three are great actors, but again, the story had too many gray areas in it. Me and my wife are both looking at each other like. Are we lost? Like, what is going on here? Like, I think the a lot of these movies nowadays are trying to get too too cute. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're trying to make it too intellectual when you just got a story to tell. Yeah, so I, I, just I, tell just wanna, story. I wanna. I want to like any anything. I want a beginning, a middle, and an end, and be done with it. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't. You hate like I'm not a fan either of a movie that has multiple thoughts of an ending. Like they leave it so vague, you have it could be five different things at the ending. Do you, you know what I'm talking about with that? How some movies will do that, leave the end pretty open. The Sopranos. Yeah, but in a way, like how can I? Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I wish they would have told a little more. I was okay with that, but I—that's a good analogy, John. Like it could have gone anyway. He's alive. He's dead. You don't really know what yeah, the hell happened yeah. there. But yeah. this here was so open that. At least you could give yourself a couple analogies of what actually did happen there. This ending left me – I have no clue what happened, John, if you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. It did. I, don't, I, I don't know because, uh, I mean, I always complained about the way The Sopranos ended. But then I watched All the Sons of Anarchy, oh. and the way that ended was just way too predictable. You yeah. know, so, so there I am just thinking to myself, well, this was just way too predictable, and then at the same time yeah. complaining about the Sopranos. So it's one well, of the two, John, you know? Yeah, well, this was beyond <laughs> Sopranos, John. Like, at least with Sopranos, it was like either or, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of had an ending. There was you could, you could make your own ending and figure it out. With this one here, I have no clue. I, it was abruptly finished, right? <laughs> it finished, but it like you have no idea actually what happened. Like as soon as you think you know, you don't know. <laughs> if you, it was that way. But I wanted to watch the Luca. She wanted to watch Denzel, so we ended up watching Denzel because she won. There you go. So, but it was okay. It was it was different. So what do we have in news here, Johnny? 
Uh, something new coming to Fantasyland as Cincy becomes the official home fragrance of Walt Disney World Resort. Ooh, Cincy has entered into a multi-year relationship with the Disney Resort, which will include a new experience in Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom. I just feel a headache coming on. Uh-huh. Uh, it, anytime I walk into, uh, what is it, Italy and France at Epcot, and you go into those perfume uh, stores, it's just automatic headache. Uh, as part of the deal, Cincy will be designated as the official home fragrance. Uh, details are scarce, but Cincy has revealed that they will be working together with Disney to bring a new guest experience to life within the Fantasyland area of Magic Kingdom, creating rich storytelling opportunities through fragrance. With that, what that quite means, we aren't sure, but Cincy says to stay tuned for details. Cincy sells scented products, including wax warmers, exclusively through independent consultants with no retail sales. Sounds like Avon, then. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be. They'll probably be right next to the DVC booth. One of these recruiting you to sell yeah, exactly. like a like a like one of those old Avon sales ladies. Yep. I want to have a Cincy party. Not that the ladies were old. I mean, old, like old, long ago. Not old. I'm not calling anybody old. I wasn't discriminating against age on any way. I was saying that back in the day, you everybody, everybody's family had an Avon sales lady. Am I wrong? <laughs> Either that or Tupperware, right? Yeah, oh, both. <laughs> no, every it was. Yeah, I think there was quite a few women that actually did both. It was yeah. Avon, Tupperware, and let's over, head over to Plaque Shack. <laughs> you remember Plaque Shacks, John? No, I don't think we had those. Uh, we had Plaque Shacks where you would go and you could buy. Know how you have a uh, you blow the, the like the potteries made or all these different plaques and stuff like that. They would Plaque Shacks was these stores where you would buy the. The Flyers plaques or the Eagles or, or a vase or whatever is already blown and made. You painted it yourself. You follow me? Okay. So, so everybody would go to Plaque Shack and buy everything they wanted with the paints and paint all these different things, ashtrays and you name it. They had it in the Plaque Shack. Uh, Stein, beer, you name it. It was there. But, but yeah, Avon, Avon and uh, Tupperware was <laughs> – I think my mom sold both of them at one time, John. Um, I'm pretty sure mine did too. Uh, actually, Kara still an Avon sales lady. So yeah, there there you go. <laughs> it's just funny. And another thing, I told you I had a, a Father's Day hot dog before the show. Can I ask you one question? What is it with mustard that no matter when you have mustard in your hand, it has to get on something? No matter how hard you try not to get mustard on something, doesn't mustard seem like the one condiment that has to get on everything? It, it is a uh, slippery booger. Maybe because it's so visible, you know, the bright yellow. So yeah. I don't know, but ketchup's bright red, so you would think it would show up too. But yeah, mustard, it, it seems to find its way onto your clothes. No matter, or on the day, on the table, on yeah, a, on, on, a, desk, a, on, on so, table, it yeah. has to get on. So, you're in the car. You open up that pack or you open up – if you already have it on your sandwich, you put everything down you want to put down, and it still finds a way to get on somewhere where it shouldn't be. Am I wrong? Yep, you're right. I don't it's know what sne- it is. Sneaky condiment. Yeah, again, with the Arsenio, things that make you go home. I don't know what it is with mustard, but it has to get on something, dude. You look at your hands, and your hands are yellow, and, I, and I'm a – You've eaten with me. You've been around me long enough, John. Have you ever met a guy that's more of a woman when it comes to eating? <laughs> huh? Uh, why you got to equate everything to sexism? Because they're better than us. <laughs> they're better than us in every way. They're cleaner. To... I'm a big... I, I, don't, I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. I've met but... some sloppy women. So. Yes, but... Oh, John, we don't need to go there. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's move on to the next category here. But no, I, uh, I'm a little... Uh, 
a little squirrely when it comes to cleanliness with eating. So, uh, what do we have next, John? Uh, Disney World operating hours released through uh, September. Although, I mean, it's you know, it's going to constantly change, so you really can't look at anything right now. But Just right now, it looks make, like... make a long story short, if you want to head to the parks, the hours have been released for September. You could plan your trip by this calendar now, but be prepared for later more hours and changed yes. hours when you come that does yeah. that does that good john and especially with the uh idea that fireworks are going to be coming back yes. so obviously the fireworks are going to be at nine o'clock because it doesn't get dark until around nine o'clock so, exactly uh, yeah i would anticipate the park staying open at least an hour or so after fireworks wouldn't you yes so, so just uh plan on fluidity when it comes to the times right now but if you want to and, and like we said look it up look it up yeah and like we said they're always going to come up with uh shorter hours in the beginning because it's a lot easier to say oh we were supposed to close at eight but now we're open until nine or ten rather than to say we were open we're, we were going to be open till ten but we're closing at eight that doesn't go over very well no so. once you take it away then the masses go nuts you give them more they're happy yeah it's just like when you get in line this is a 20 minute wait it's really a 10 there you go uh, Tron Light Cycle Run Construction at Walt Disney World. They finally seem to be making a little more progress on this, John. I watched some video and looked at some pictures. Yeah, they're finally the construction site in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. Eh, you can see workers in there now, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I drove by it this morning on the way to the Magic Kingdom. Or uh, you could see it anyway. You can see the big crane up there and uh, standing behind uh, Space Mountain. I'm ready for it to be done and getting the cranes out of. Uh, about the time they get rid of the cranes there, they'll put them up to put the, the lights on Cinderella's Castle, right? So it's like we can't get rid of cranes. I don't think any kind of construction has been out of the Magic Kingdom in, what, 15 years? No, <laughs> it just seems constantly. It's There's constantly. Yeah, because like I remember like the first eight, ten years I went to Disney World, there was barely a wall up. Now it's every time you go, there's walls somewhere. Yep, yep. Uh, progress on the roof at Guardians of the Galaxy is uh, rewind is continuing. I mean, this out, this outer part of this building, the, the Tron light cycle is a different thing altogether. But an actual structural building... I have never seen an exterior in my life of construction take this long to build as this outside of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy is, John, for a basic square building, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 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 getting there. So um, obviously it was a, uh, a building that required a, a bit of attention. But I think part of it, too, is the fact that it's at the front of the park. And so as you park and you walk into Epcot, you can't help but notice it sitting over there to your left. Well, something like Tron's light cycle run is at the back of the park. And so you really maybe didn't notice it as much as, as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it's just, yeah, get them done. Get them done. Get her done, Disney. Get her done. Uh, more work well, going on. Of, Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. speaking of construction, Doug, I, I drove past the new uh, the cove there at uh, Swan and Dolphin this week and uh, the construction seems to be coming along on that rather quickly they seem to be getting very close to getting that done altogether. but i looked up at the top of the roof and there's a construction worker standing on the top just looking at the he's got a heck of a view all over all of walt disney world and i'm thinking now that would be doug he'd be doing drywall on the third floor but he'd find a way oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely I, if I was doing that hotel i would be on every single floor of that building because that's the job <laughs> doug ends up with 
Oh, dog! After you're done three and floor, head all the way up to the roof because you got to tape. You got to tape the penthouse area up there, the lobby area before, so we can put the elevators in. And you know, I would be up there, John. Trust me. Oh, I'd, I'd find a way if I was working on it because yeah, he had a great view. You could see just about everything all across Walt Disney World too. But I got scatterbrained earlier too when we were talking about possibly coming down. I was saying I wouldn't want to be at the parks either one of those day, the, the, those few days. And we were looking at the Grand Destinino Tower because of not staying at Riverside. And dude, I could see myself just staying in that. I could see three days hanging around all the resorts and just eating and drinking and and Disney Springs during the holiday and maybe go to the park like one or two days. Would you be good with that? Yeah, 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 I'd be fine with that. And I think that's probably what we're going to end up doing for our little one-night stay that, that Disney has given me uh, here in August. So uh, we'll be at Coronado, hopefully in the tower. I don't know yeah. for sure, but that would be nice. So, yeah, we're probably just going to get dinner and go to Disney Springs. So. Yeah, we're probably going to stay. And we're thinking about staying in the tower, too, because I got my prices. To stay down low compared to up top is only like $200 different. So if I can get up there, I'm just going to do it for the extra 200 It's worth seeing it. Because I've stayed down below before, you know what I mean? Yeah, those rooms are redone too, though. Yeah, they're uh, beautiful. They're very, yeah, they are. They're very nice. I walked in Nicholas's when he was out there, and uh, they—they're really, really—they're—they're they're dark. Uh, they're gorgeous. Definitely have, yeah, yeah, but definitely have that Southwest feel to them, and uh, and little hidden Disney touches in there. So yeah, I liked them a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'd be happy anywhere there. And I mean, I think Judith thought I was a little crazy when I said I wouldn't go to the parks the first few days, but. I could honestly, I think now if I couldn't, if I couldn't get on certain things, I had more, this last trip I love, I would only need to go to Epcot really, I'd love the Magic Kingdom, maybe walk down Main Street and head over to Epcot, I'm good, I don't, I don't need to go in the parks, just being on property, I had as much fun of, with us eating at all the restaurants than I did at the parks this trip, just being with you oh, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's because we've, we've become such good friends and hanging out and stuff like that. So I don't know, but then if you live down here, you probably would get tired of seeing me all the time, so you wouldn't have as much fun. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so. John. No, nah, you're my buddy, John. You are. You'd be. We'd be happy. We're, we're going to become uh, – where's Doug and John? Oh, they're at the parks again. Lisa and uh, Brenda will be hunting us down. Now I'm I'm waiting for somebody to come down and well, like this uh, route I have this afternoon. Somebody like Doug, who uh, hey John, what do you got this afternoon? I'm just doing uh, the Yellow Run at Fort Wilderness. Well, you can come sit on my bus for two and a half hours and talk to me the entire time. That's well, what I'm looking forward to. So. I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat, and I would entertain all the guests and all the bus. I know they would say I, I could hear it now. They'd call in and goes. Who's that good-looking guy sitting on the bus for two and a half hours? What's he do? <laughs> they don't want to know who I am. I, I would get some kind of fake pin made up. Handsome man on bus or something stupid like that. Oh, like it would, like with a Disney pin. <laughs> Captain Handsome. Yeah, Captain Handsome. Put it on myself with Johnny Orlando, and I'd have my Captain Handsome pin on, John. Speaking of that, Doug, uh, Doug I don't know if you realize what what the odds of – because I don't know what my routes are until I get in in the morning, right? Yeah. And so the odds of actually – trying to run me down driving a bus is is practically impossible it's really hard uh i pulled into studios yesterday and nick and lily the youngest uh daughter they had went over just to ride the skyliner and do some stuff like that uh, they had went to disney springs and then took uh i think walked over to saratoga took the bus to uh uh hollywood studios and then uh rode the skyliner and then we're going to go over to the poly i pulled back in and there they were 
uh, I actually saw him, so I stopped the bus and, and hollered at him, and I circled around and picked him up, and we went and they rode with me to Fort Wilderness. Um, but the odds of that happening are about one in ten thousand. <laughs> so it was it was bizarre. It really was. It was really cool. It's uh, awesome though. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's really awesome. No, it looks awesome. The uh, new the Moroccan pavilion, all the constructions going on in here, it looks really nice. Yeah, so, yeah, and they're redoing, I guess, apparently the Tangerine Cafe, which, like we said last week, will probably now have hamburgers and hot dogs in it instead of our shawarma platter. <laughs> yeah, I'm really scared about that, John. I'm afraid what they're going to put in there. Uh, work is nearing completion outside of the Tangerine Cafe on the new look courtyard at the Morocco Pavilion in Ebukai. Uh For the last couple of weeks, overnight work has seen a new style concrete pattern installed surrounding the fountain in the central courtyard. The area should be finished by the 15th of July when the Tangerine Cafe will open as part of the food and wine festival serving traditional Moroccan cuisine. Well, all right, like grilled kebabs and falafel pita. Uh, yeah, but grilled kebabs, I don't see no shawarma platter. So, uh, since taking over the Morocco Pavilion from the original third-party operating participant, Disney has been carrying out a number of upgrades to the pavilion, including new decor and theming along the promenade and the refurbishment of the pavilion's bathrooms. Okay. I, I'm just nervous. Like I said, you're gonna have, you're gonna have Joey from New Jersey. How you doing? What you want? You want a burger fry? That's what I got here at Morocco for you. We 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 don't have a belly dancer. We 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 have none of that stuff. How you doing? I mean, I I'm afraid. Are you? Yeah, I mean that that was always our favorite uh, quick service in World Showcase. So, all that in Yorkshire. Uh, uh, fish shop, but still, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm hoping that hopefully they they do. Uh, although if it's just kebabs, I mean that's not exact. That's not the shawarma platter we're looking for. So, but. no, and oh well. Mine, I was hoping it. Mine is is uh, two two gustos. I'm hoping that's there open when we come back down. Yeah, I was always hoping with the Tangerine Cafe they would put just a little loose reference to the Avengers Avengers in there because at the end of the one movie. Uh, Tony Stark wants to go try shawarma, and then, and then they end up eating a, at a Moroccan restaurant eating shawarma. So. Uh, yeah, I remember. That's pretty cool. You've said that before. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and Spice Road Table. You know I'm a Spice Road Table guy. Yeah, yeah that's a good place, too. And it, it seems to be okay. I, I just want my uh, – let me know when Epcot's back to normal. Like when all my wonderful college crew is around, we're all showcased, the exchange students and – I can't wait for that to be back. That's the Epcot I know and love. Well, the CPs are coming back this week, um, regular uh, domestic college program kids. Um, and then I think the ICPs, some of them are anticipated within the next couple of weeks. So that would oh. be great to see. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's a good It's a good thing, good news, things moving forward. The Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic will return October 29th and 30th. That's one. We've said it a million times on this show. That's one when we move down there, John. We all definitely have to go to. We have to. If you can't stay at the Swan and Dolphin, you need to use one of your DVC nights, and I'll rent a room, and we need to go to this and do it right. Because that sounds awesome, the whole deal, the way they have it set up, where you just get everything for one price. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we need to do it before the price. Gets, I mean, it's it's 
probably still doable at this point, but it goes up a little bit every year. So, you know, I mean, it's at 165 per person now. And I remember when they started this probably, what, 10, 12 years ago? I think it started it off like, at like 99 or 89, 99 yeah. a person. Yeah, I think it was 85. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it's it's definitely creeping up. So. Oh, your salary goes up every year just like this does, don't it, John? Like everything yeah. at Disney, our salaries rise like they do. Absolutely. I mean, holy moly. I mean, I know Disney, because they make so much, they get constantly give you guys that amount of raise. Not... Well, it's ridiculous how much money I make, Doug. It's oh, just yeah. ridiculous. Uh, Josh DeMarco addresses fans at all, as all Disney parks now across the world are reopened for the first time in 17 months. Now, that's phenomenal. I'm happy Yay. about that. Not happy about this. Disney, Disney. Who's this Disney I keep speaking of? Disney test fires improve. Disney test fires improved version of Epcot forever ahead of return of fireworks to Disney World in July. So they're showing the fireworks. I watched the video. I mean, there's a lot of fireworks. I just uh, and they had some music playing, but it's still kind of hard to hear, John. So I'm gonna reserve judgment, but I'm just gonna say it's not gonna be as good as Illuminations. Well, I, I think the the Epcot Forever is just that placeholder show anyway. So yeah. it's just the one that's going in between Illuminations and our brand new show. So uh, I don't know how good it really is. I mean, they ran it for, what, six months or so, and I, ne I never had a chance to actually go see it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to say what that one's going to be like until the, the brand new show really starts. Yeah, so. but they ran that, but they didn't get to run anything with the with all the barges out there. So this has to no, even be yeah. better than that because you know they're going to use them during this because yeah. they've been shooting stuff off of them. So. Yeah. A uh, large increase to Disney Park Pass availability for July as park capacity restrictions fade at Walt Disney World, so more and more people are allowed in. Figment and Orange Bird Pass Holder cards now available for Disney Magic Mobile. So annual pass holders. You know about anything about that, John? Uh, no, let's see. Uh, Disney Magic Mobile new Bring Your Own Device contactless park entry system has been updated to include two new annual pass holder cards. Woo, you could put it on your phone. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, the new cards feature Orange Bird and Figment and join the existing Mickey Mouse pass holder design. Disney Magic Mobile services a convenient and contact way to, contactless way to access Magic Band features like theme park entry through the power of your own device. Most features are available by just holding up your smart device near an access point just like you do with a magic band you can choose to use disney magic mobile or magic band and can alternate between the two for added flexibility oh yay i get to look at a different card they are cute but you know just use your phone and be done with it i was thinking it was something really crazy john no doesn't sound like it does it no uh good news june 24th which is just around the quarter it's a it's a it's it's a it's my surgery day john june 24th uh uh, the Maya Grill reopens over at the, at the over at Coronado Springs, which is a good a good restaurant. I mean, good food court. I mean, you like it over there? Have you ever eaten at the Maya Grill? Yeah, when we stayed at Coronado probably 10, 12 years ago now, um, we had breakfast there, and it was it was actually a really really good breakfast. So yeah, and it's that crossover uh, type of food yeah. court where you order and then they bring the food. To it's kind of so. like the Contempo Cafe, is what I yeah, meant to say. Yeah, kind of a hybrid. Yeah. 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 The table service restaurant has remained closed since last year. Uh, operating restaurants at Coronado. Or no, you know we're, we're thinking of the wrong place. That's the Pepper Market. That, yeah, the uh, Pepper Market. Yeah, the Maya yeah, Grill sit down. Maya Grill is the is the sit down restaurant. Yes, so. yes. 
Yes, and they have Three Bridges Bar, a Siesta Cantina. They have a lot of restaurants over here, and even more since the new tower opened. You got the Toledo Rooftop Restaurant remains closed and does not yet have an opening date. I mean, that's the one I want to eat at the Grand Destino Tower. I want to try the new Toledo on the rooftop. Yeah, see, that would be the one that, I mean, if we got only got one night and we're going to have a nice dinner, that would be the place to, to go. But I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking we're going to eat at the one in the middle of the lake, the uh, Three Bridges one. So. Yeah, because that sounds awesome because it's like tapas and it's steak and seafood. You can get a bunch of small plates the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm into that. But, yeah, the Maya Grill, we, yeah, we, we're in there before. That is sit-down, so... I got all confused. With it. There's like 15 restaurants. In it. Yeah, there's a, it's a big resort, and there's yeah. a lot of places to eat there. So. Uh, this stinks. Eight nights already sold out for Walt Disney World's Disney After Hours Boo Bash. Yeah, let's have Halloween in August. Halloween in August. You know, I don't know. I, I just I can't get into Halloween in August, John. Uh, Disney confirms reopening date of Animal Kingdom Lodge at Walt Disney World. Uh, August 26th, John, you can go stay at the lodge again. Thank goodness. Yep, yep. And it looks like uh, Boardwalk Inn, July twenty, uh, July 2nd, and uh, the Polynesian back to full capacity or uh, close to it at late July. So uh, Slowly but surely, we're, we're getting back to normal. I just still don't know what the heck's going on with Riverside. Uh, Magic Kingdom Park hours extended during July 4th weekend and throughout July. So just like we said, hours will continue to get longer and longer. Uh, Disney fireworks plans for 4th of July and Disney after hours boo bash. What's this going on, John, here? Following the announcement earlier today, fireworks are returning on July 1st. We also have some additional information regarding plans for July 4th and Disney after hours boo bash. On July 4th, Disney will present Happily Ever After at the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Forever at Epcot. Neither show will include any July 4th tags or special additions to the show. Thanks, Disney. We don't need anything extra. Will this be the first time in history they haven't done something special for the Independence Day? Uh, Yeah, well, the first time recently since I've been paying attention anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just I would like to have had something a little special for the Fourth of July. It's only our country's birthday, uh, but we found a way to get the boo bash going. But we can't celebrate the country's birthday. Figure that one out. Disney is contrary efforts on returning fireworks daily at this time. During during the ticket ticketed Disney after hour boo bash, the Magic Kingdom happily ever after will perform prior to the start of the of the event during regular park hours. So. They're not running special fireworks. It's just going to be the regular ones for Boo Bash. Well, I mean, when you only when you pay only 169 or 199 dollars, what the hell do you expect for four hours? I mean, you don't expect fireworks or anything special, do you, John? Nah, not at all. You're good. Yeah, I don't know. I think they should have to pay for each piece of candy you get too. Uh, what has changed? Uh, no longer mass. They were start a uh, new sunken, sunken boat added to the hippo scene at Disney World and Jungle Cruise, John. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, maybe the rocks in there too. Magic Kingdom's Jungle Cruise <laughs> received another new additional overnight. This time at the, at the hippo scene. As the boat turns the corner after leaving the falls, guests get a glimpse of the sunken boat and what appears to be the result of it—a uh, hippo attack. 
Imagineers are showing a real sense of humor with this addition, considering that an actual Jungle Cruise boat, Boma Condi Bertha, did actually take on water with guests on board and partially sink. Uh, uh, The new sunken boat uh, addition joins other recent arrivals on the Jungle Cruise, including the Trader Sam's gift shop installation and the just-completed trapped skipper scene. Uh, Disney has said that the ride will be completed later this summer and will remain in operation throughout with no closures needed. So I'm going to have to, I'm, if I can get over the Magic Kingdom, I'm going to have to ride it just to see some of the new stuff. So Yeah, maybe The Rock was on it. His big, big-ass butt sunk it. Well, <laughs> how that, big he is. A possibility. Yeah, 300-pound man on that boat, or how big he is. I don't even think, do you think he could get under the canopy, John? I don't know. He's a monster of a dude, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's not heavier, overweight, built. I mean, holy, he's an Adonis, but I don't know if he could fit. Who would be able to ride the boat with him? Wouldn't it be over the weight limit just with him on the boat by himself? <laughs> uh, they need to put Hulk Hogan on another one. What do you think? Counterbalance it. Yeah. One on each side. Uh, the plexiglass dividers, John. These dividers were the best dividers ever, the ones on the monorail, John. They're removed now. I mean, they did wonders. They were airtight, Johnny, as I told you. But yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so happy to see all. Uh, I was thinking it was weird. Uh, I came in one day and all them dividers were up in the bus. I got on two buses the next day and they were all gone. Somewhere behind uh, our, our fuel inspect and wash facility, the FIW, there's a giant dumpster full of plexiglass dividers right now and zip ties. So yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much money was spent. I mean, it's crazy how much building materials are right now. I mean, the way it's going right now, I think the construction industry will be shut down by this time next year if something don't change. I, I might be moving in with you, John, because I have no work. Well, 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 you can get a job driving a bus at Disney. I might have to because one two-by-four that four or five months ago cost you $2, $1.89 is now eight fifty, John. Whew. Uh, you know what a sheet of plywood is? Three-quarter inch plywood? Take a guess. One sheet of three-quarter inch plywood. Sixty-seven. $83. OSB, which five months ago cost you five, four, five, six months ago cost you $14 a sheet. The last time I looked was $46 a sheet, John. I have a garage that we were supposed to build that was 180 sheets of that. Now... When you, I gave the price, it was $14 a sheet. Now it's $46 a sheet. You yeah, think the guy's going to want to do this garage? Flo- yeah, no. That's not going to float, is it? No. The material, the labor's the same, but, you know, th- th- there's something going on that has to be fixed because uh, between gasoline prices and lumber prices, uh, we're, I- I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, living out on the street one of these days. So hopefully I sell a lot of Disney travel, which I don't see anybody being able to afford to because they ain't going to be able to afford to fix their house the way things are going. I don't know. There's somebody coming. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they are right now. Uh, pre-show returns to Rock and Roller Coaster, John. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I missed all those pre-shows, uh, you know, going to uh, especially – well, that one, that, that one's pretty cool. But, I mean, the one at uh, – uh, Mickey's Runaway Railroad, that's an integral part of the attraction itself. So to not have that pre-show, and so hopefully that come, one comes back soon. I mean, you uh, really are not getting the full attraction experience without that. So. Yeah, that and the, and the stretching room being back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else do we have here, Johnny? I'm over at the news. Pre-show returns to Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Also, roller coaster. Uh 
like we said, Haunted Mansion, the stretching room. Tusker House returns with family-style character breakfast. We spoke about this. Uh, I'm out. I, I don't under. I can't even justify. How do you justify forty-two dollars for a breakfast, John? I have no idea. Uh, I've said it twenty, thirty, fifty times on this show. I could more justify sixty for dinner to see characters than forty-two for breakfast. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, for children's breakfast, the children is twenty-seven, John. So if it's you, your wife, and two kids, if it's just a family of four, you're talking with hundred, uh, $200 for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, that makes for an expensive day if you spend 200 bills before before you even stepped out of the hotel. Yeah, because 42, let's do the Gazintas. 42 and 42, that's 84. And then 27 and 27 is 54. Then tax and gratuity, right? I mean, you're you're like close to two bills, wouldn't you say, John? You know what? And you better buy mom and dad a couple of Bloody Marys while yeah, you're spending yeah. that money. So <laughs> they have to get over it somehow. So I mean, holy moly! I mean, I I like the Tusker House. Don't get me wrong, but forty two dollars for breakfast is I don't know, man. They better give me those uh, Bloody Marys for free, John. Yeah. So I like it inside the Tusker House too. You do feel like you're out on safari, don't you? Yeah, that, it's a really well-themed place. I always enjoyed it. So, First time I ate there was with my stepfather, Hutch. So happy Father's Day, Hutch. And it was many moons ago. Do you remember the year I, I cut myself really bad and my wife made the vacation when we were started doing the show? Do you remember that episode? Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a sudden thing because you had to take time off, right? Yeah, because she knew I wouldn't t- stay home from work. So she actually booked – she actually said, let's go and – you don't have to tell me twice. So we, I went. We stayed at the Animal Kingdom that week, and we met up with my stepfather. It was funny because I had uh, all that. I had that doctor stuff done on my thumb from putting the 14 stitches in my thumb, and then I, my stepfather Hutch shows up with his arm in a sling. He had to get work done on his elbow. We looked like a mash unit going through uh, <laughs> the Animal Kingdom lodge, but yeah, we really had a good time, and we ate at the Tusker House for lunch that year. And it was, I liked. I loved the Tusker House. Indiana Jones 40th anniversary uh, memorabilia here, John. You getting anything here? 40 years. Uh, Magic Band, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, 40 years, uh, camera cases, stuff like that. You getting any of this, John? I'll have to look because I'm not even sure where you're at on the on the story. But, yeah, I definitely probably will because uh, that is my favorite uh, favorite series of movies yeah it's it's raiders of the lost ark 40 years magic band it has and you could even put your name on the magic band john so yeah they never let me put beer solo on anything so and then they have a camera case which is 29 dollars. the magic band is 24 the camera case is 29 and on the back of it it says 40 40 years raiders of the lost ark 40 years pretty cool yeah so you have to yeah johnny you have to get yourself one of them you know, you do remind me a lot of him, John. Oh, yeah. 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 I know you're into this, John. Pina colada, cheesecake, a rise at Amaretta, Amaretta's Pastries. You in for that? Nah, I can probably skip out on that. Yeah, me too, Johnny. Uh, Walt Disney World Marathon again. I said it earlier, but it's returning. I know a lot of people, our friends over at BR Guest Podcast, will be happy about that. A lot of their show revolves around... The lizards and all them, the runners from their show, John. 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I remember uh, listening to that show years ago when they decided to name their uh, their running club the Lizards because they're so, and them and so many more of uh, uh, you guys that come down here from no- up north are fascinated by the little lizards that run around all, mm. all over the place down here. The little and geckos, Johnny, my wife will go, look at the gecko, look at the gecko, he's so yeah. cute. I'm, si- I'm sitting outside and there's one staring at me on the front bumper of a, of a van right now. <laughs> he's, he's trying to attract a mate. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, they're, they're everywhere, but, uh, and especially kids. I mean, I, I see the kids going down sidewalks, chasing them and stuff like that. <laughs> it, it just seems odd to me because I, I grew up with them. So actually I, I captured like three of them at one time and kept them in an aquarium for about two weeks and fed them grasshopper. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they're very common. So. Yeah, I'd have, it's a shame I'm not there with him. I go over and sit next to him, help him draw a couple of the females out with my good looks, John. <laughs> I don't him. know. Do you have a big red dew flap underneath your chin? Yeah. It's all about the attitude, John. I teach him the <laughs> attitude, buddy, how to be suave and debonair. You know, it's a special attribute that I have. Uh the runner, the running event, Run Disney. The the event information has since been removed from Run Run Disney website, but the screenshot is correct. The, the event will re, be returning January 6th to 12th, and registration will open on Tuesday, July 20th at 10 a.m. So apparently, they put it up and then removed it. It said Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, Thursday, January 6th through Wednesday, uh, January 12th. Good thing I said when I'm thinking about coming down is checking in on the 30th and coming home on the 4th because I want no part of being down there during the marathons, John. Too crowded. Yeah, if I, if I can actually take a day or two off, uh, that would be a good time to take time off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard horror stories about trying to drive around here well, in the buses on, on those days. Uh Single rider, all you single ladies, single rider lines reopening at Walt Disney World theme parks. I'm not happy about that. I just want regular lines. Uh, fast passes are right around the right around the corner. It says fully vaccinated cast members no longer need to wear a mask, except for if you're driving John's bus. Yeah, yeah. Figures. What else do we have, Johnny? Is there anything else here? Uh, new Winnie the Pooh ears, John. We can get you. I'll buy them if you wear them. Nah, uh, you know Winnie the Pooh was never my favorite character. You sound like Dennis. Dennis hates him just because he's not real Disney in Dennis's opinion. Oh, I don't hate him. I just I, I never I, for some reason that was not one of the books or one of the uh, shows that my mom had me watch when I was a kid. So I never never developed an attachment to him. And I don't think we did with uh, our son either. For some reason, it just wasn't. You know, I, he was all into. Uh, Barney. So. This is sad, John. The original Disney store in Glendale, Arizona, in California, is closing uh, July 14th. By July 14th, uh, as Disney moves retail primarily to to shop Disney, classic Disney stores around the world have been closing. Sadly, yeah, just like I said, jobs, more jobs, and self checkout, and all this stuff is taking. There's going to be no work. Sadly, there's going to be remote control buses one of these days, John. We're all going to be sitting like Wally. Uh, sadly, the new the, this now includes the original Disney store located in Glendale, California. Uh, it says it will be closing on July 14th. The first store to open in Glendale on March 28, 1987. And they show the store. It's a darn shame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think all these Disney stores are doing bad 
because I went in the other day and uh, I sent our friend happy uh, Father's Day to our buddy Evans and and new father Scott and Tommy Lee and our buddy Aaron from down in Alabama and Rock, I know, uh, Jim and Jim Tucker, all of, everybody from the show. Happy Father's Day to all the wonderful fathers, Pat and Eddie and all. If I forgot you, I'm sorry, but Happy Father's Day, Ro- Robbie, everybody, all of our listeners out there. And I sent a couple T-shirts. I sent to you. I sent you another shirt. I sent uh, Evan and his family. I went and got a couple Disney shirts for the kids and stuff like that. But you go into Disney stores now, and they don't have. There's nothing in there for adults, Harley. Like I no, think they ruined no. the stores by taking all the adult stuff out because. The whole reason Disney stays so popular is because the it, older idiots like us still love it. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, there's it, children don't get to love Disney without their parents uh, yeah, feeding it down their throat. So, you know, and I mean, yeah, the last time we went into a Disney store here locally, I think the one in Clearwater, it had no merchandise whatsoever for adults. It was basically just a children's store, um, and so why would I have any interest in going in there? So yeah, it was, it was disappointing. No, it was. Uh, it's very sad that they're closing. I'm sorry to hear that. I know Robbie's probably sad. He's probably close to it out there. So, uh, the bacon of doom soars to heights at Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, John. Bacon, bacon of, of doom. Yeah, it's a thick cut apple smoked bacon dipped in a ganache milk chocolate and chocolate ganache served with your choice of shareable smoked cocktail, trusty revolver, or steak snake bite margarita. How much you think this is, John? Eighteen dollars, thirty-two bucks. Oof. I guess because you get the drink and the food. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it comes underneath some steam, like a smoke glass, and it looks pretty cool. Like the bacon stands up itself. They look like individuals, you know, individual candy bars. If you follow me, but there's like five of them there. Five, one, two, three, six of them. So they look I like pretty bacon, cool. I like chocolate. I just don't know if I need them together. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big drinker of. I, I don't. I've never really had alcohol and ate ate uh, candy before. Have you, John? No, that's uh, generally that I avoid. Even when I have desserts, unless it's a really sweet wine or something, I I can't eat a dessert with beer. It just doesn't taste correctly. So you know. No. That's why when you're everybody's drinking at dinner, they usually have coffee in their dessert. Am I wrong, John? Uh, yep, give me another. Yep. Beer and, uh, yeah, give me the cheesecake. The chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, and that's about you it. you to be happy about this? Doug. No, go ahead. Citizens of Buena Vista Street. Well, that's in California, I guess, huh? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was Hollywood. Yep. No. They, well, they At least they're returning out there, unfortunately. But I haven't heard any word about the citizens of Hollywood returning here. So. Yeah. I just like the way you said Buena Street. Buena. 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 Uh, Splash Mountain now loading every row at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, go figure. Uh, and that's about it. Plexiglass dividers removed from Star Wars Rise of Resistance. Now if they can only keep the ride running. Yeah. It's like broken yeah. down every other day, man. That, that that was another one that had some of the preview pre-show and some of that stuff removed, which takes a lot away from that show to, or from that experience too. So. I know one thing, the the uh, the workers at Test Track are happy now because that's not the ride that's always broken down <laughs> all the time. There you go. They there have competition go. for the ride that breaks down the most. So, 
Because I was, dude, I don't think I've been to Disney in the past, since Test Track's been open, that it hasn't been broken down at least one time I wanted to go on it when I was down there. Well, you know what 85% of those problems are, right? The tire's blowing. Yes. Yeah. yeah the real tire's on yeah. there. So, yeah, yeah. They, have, they have flat tires all the time. And it would have seemed like by this time they would have figured out a quicker way to, to change them out, but apparently not. They have to cycle the ride through, get to that car, remove it from the line, and get the tire changed on it. So. Oh, you can't believe this, John. France Pavilion, The France Pavilion increases prices. Have you ever heard such a thing, prices being increased at Disney? No, uh, usually it goes down. Uh, prices increased on ice cream, crepes, wine, and more in the France Pavilion. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Crepes with butter and sugar, five seventy-five. Crepes with so- strawberry preserve, five seventy-five. Crepes with homemade hazelnut and chocolate spread, seven fifty. Bottle order went up. It's three fifty now for a bottle order, John. Uh, that's crazy, ain't it? And it's expensive. Uh, I mean, yeah, their prices are going up. Everything is going up. The assorted cold drinks went up from 325 to 395. Crepes and ice cream went up from 6 to 650. The hazelnut went up from 7 to 750. So, yeah, you're talking 50, 50 cents to a dollar on most things. Uh, it's just going to keep going up and up and up, John, until we have to stand outside and uh, and uh, beg for money to be able to spend money in the Magic Kingdom. What do you think? Yeah, yep. It's it's it. It's always going to be a more expensive process than it was last time. That's for sure. And we're we're getting there though, John. We're uh, we're getting there to get it. We're getting there to get everything back to normal. And uh, I'll be happy when uh, I get book trips and not have. I I'm still trying to find. I got a family of eight, and I can't find rooms for them, John. That ain't like seven billion dollars on property. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's an awkward party. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're uh, so we're probably going to send them over to David's the way it looks, but we're waiting because there's like multiple suites in some resorts that still don't have availability yet because they're not they're not selling all DVC rooms again. You know what I'm saying? Because the yeah. capacity ain't at full. Uh, everything else is about the same, John. Bunch of new T-shirts, bunch of new this and that. So, where are you going to go eat at, John? Which lounge you eating at today? Oh, I got leftover spaghetti and meatballs. I'm um, uh, um, snacking on. So, but are you going in? What? Which? Where would your uh, dining facility be today? Because you usually have your rest area. You're going inside. Or you're just gonna eat in the truck. Uh, no, no. I'm going inside. I'm in the break room or by the break room at uh, Fort Wilderness Cast Services building. Okay, so, I didn't. That's what I was trying to ask. Is there a special one there? That oh you yeah. Can get into? Yeah, there's a there's a good sized building in the back here that uh that just has. You know, all the break room and all the stuff and all the corporate offices for and actually they have even the uh, wardrobe for just Fort Wilderness. So all the cowboy attire. Well, see, that's something neat. That's what I was trying to get to, John. It's pretty cool that you get to see all that. That's things like Disney geeks like me would love to be able to just meander through, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there's stuff that, that I see every every day that you would probably find fascinating that I just look at and go, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, limited edition Magic Band Corella. Magic Band's released. I know you're not getting one of them, John. Yeah, I, I don't know. I heard really good things about the movie, but I don't think I need Magic Band. Nah. What about Lisa? Is she a fan? Uh, she likes the villains of Disney, so, yeah, I wouldn't doubt. She would probably want one. 
they've added a bunch of lights now to the trees at the hub, John. New lights added to the hub area trees in preparation for the 50th anniversary nighttime spectacular. So that's pretty cool. We're getting more and more lights in all the trees at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so that ought to be pretty interesting. See what they look like. Because it is a little dark in that area, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be nice to lighten it up a little bit. Hopefully they can turn them off <laughs> or the show begins, you know. So. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the what they do for the 50th anniversary. But I'm scared to death of the crowds, John. <laughs> Yes, it's gonna be crazy. So, so before I let you go, when is your when is your one night stay? August what? August second, I believe it is. Okay, August second. Yeah, that's my birthday, John. Well, look at that. I'm staying out at Disney for you. Yeah, you get to go to Disney on my birthday. That's just not fair, John. I get to go to Disney every day, Doug. No, but about? yeah, you get to go, but you get to really go. You get to go have fun. I get to see some. Uh, I'm going to need special photos for my birthday that day, John. No, I'll try to get somebody to say happy birthday to you. Yeah, well, there you go. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you can go in a restaurant and get a bunch of cast members to sing to me, John. <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll do it by, uh, what uh, what you call it, on the phone. We could do it on the uh, photo one. What's it called, John? I can't even think right now. Oh, uh, yeah. FaceTime. Uh, Hello. Yeah. My brain's dead, buddy. But you go eat. Everybody out there, please have a happy Father's Day. Go Sixers. Go Lightning. Right, John? Yes, absolutely. Uh, hopefully uh, they can pull one out tomorrow night. Well, I have my surgery this week, so I'm hoping that I can watch the next series and chill watching my Sixers if you follow me. Brenda's afraid that it might blow stitches out. <laughs> if yeah, yeah, I was going to say, uh, you and, watch and watching, watching sports and chilling is not exact. I, I, don't, I don't hear that in one f- sentence so. yeah i loved it when uh my doctor asked me he goes do you happen to lose i don't you don't lose your temper do you no never <laughs> no, never never not at all i'm not hyperactive at all I'm so i'm so even keeled and and calm it's ridiculous yeah because nobody believed it's like looking at my puppy presley right now he looks so cute and innocent next thing you know i can't believe i'm missing a finger <laughs> But anywho, happy Father's Day to everybody out there listening. Thank you guys for listening. And everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Come see me on the buses. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.